I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism. They suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. If someone had asked me whether shame was an issue in my life, I would have strongly denied it. But as I learned the deeper, subtler effects of shame, I noticed my own reactions to many situations that triggered many, many layers of memory within me. Uh, the many times I had watched life uh, from a distance, 
like uh, watching from within a bubble. I was scared to get involved. The many times I'd rather not have been seen in 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 groups of people. Inside of me I was hiding, feeling like I was wrong or something was flawed within me. Uh not speaking and expressing my true voice really. And there was mountains of self-doubt. And of course, because I felt as flawed as I did, I was involved with so much people pleasing. I wanted to be liked. So on the surface these behaviors may not seem significant, but they speak of a deeper addiction to shame and a feeling of unworthiness. Like I'm unworthy of being known or loved or I deserve to be uh, abandoned. I mean, who would like me anyway? So I could begin by asking myself, what am I ashamed of? Is it my appearance or my thoughts, my inadequacy perhaps, or even my intelligence? We surely weren't born like this. So when does this start? Let's look at it a little deeper. When parents or those in authority label us as stupid or worthless or unlovable we believe them after all they're bigger and taller and older and they're all knowing and we feel that they must be right that's where the seed of shame is born and most times children don't blame their guardians they blame themselves and many of us adults are those overgrown kids who have absorbed that shame that they felt many times and converted it into like a self punishment or a self hatred many times we tend to confuse shame with guilt it's not the same thing you know the psychologist brene brown whom i like a lot and i listen to her a lot she tells us that guilt is that i did something bad shame is i am bad so guilt is a feeling that is easier to handle or to even redeem shame on the other hand is a whole different thing shame says i am not enough and i never will be it makes us wonder why would anyone inflict this on themselves well an obvious answer is that we would do our damnedest to not feel this way but how do we do that we do that by really working hard at being perfect we would strive to always be great at everything that we do but why what are we avoiding 
we are avoiding never feeling judged or being rejected again. And of course we fail because a perfect person does not exist. And every time we fail, we don't say to ourselves, you know, this doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do this. Instead, we criticize ourselves by saying, hmm, I wasn't smart enough to do this. Someone else could have done it, but because I'm an idiot, I just couldn't do it. How many of you know this feeling? I know, I've felt it many times. So let's start with, when was the last time you made a mistake? How did you deal with it? Did you let your inner critic run wild? Did you beat yourself for it? You probably did. I know I did it many times. So, you know, an event happens, then our demeaning self-talk kicks in and we internalize it. We start to see ourselves through other people's eyes. And even from the perspective of evolution, the survivor in us has always wanted to be part of a group. We are not loners. No person is an island. We want to be with people. There is safety in numbers, that sort of thing. So belonging and connection is very important to our well-being. And we really suffer when we feel there's something wrong with us. Or when we feel we don't deserve the love and care from others. So what should we do to help ourselves? Since looking for love and care on the outside is not the answer, maybe self-compassion is. Learning how to treat ourselves with kindness, acceptance and understanding. It begins with ourselves first. Loving oneself reduces the stress, of course. But it's more than that. It improves our relationships, helps us forgive ourselves and others. And basically we cooperate instead of being at war with the world. There's enough war on the outside. So let's do our bit to not add to it by taking care of our own selves. It begins with us and it ends with us. Do yourself a favor. Accept yourself unconditionally. That's where the journey begins. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.